I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Zombies Ate My Podcast. This is the one and many place where you will hear all about E3, Year of the Zombies. It's happening. I'll be your host, Ryan Murphy, this evening as Bob is away traveling. But joining me is Lou, the busy zombie lord. How's it going, man? Not too bad, not too bad. I I will be honest and say that I was not looking forward to E3 this year. I was kind of... Kind of like, oh yeah, we're going to hear about some more games, yay. More stuff to add to my Steam library that I'm not going to play, great, (laughs) yay. And then zombies get dropped in our lap, and way more than I thought it was. I thought we were going to start seeing a decline in zombies, and apparently, we're not. It's odd, because I think zombies were at a point where, you know, Walking Dead... And I, I, I mentioned this on, on Gamers In, and if you want, like, super high-level E3 stuff, we published four or three conferences, and there will be a, a fourth episode forthcoming, which is a wrap-up of everything we liked at E3, including our both Jocelyn and I's moniker that it was the Year of the Zombies. It's happening. You know, we had Year of the Bow a couple years ago. Now it's the Zombies. And I honestly didn't expect it. I was sort of sitting there thinking, you know what? I think most most game developers are kind of they want to leave behind that sort of oh zombies trope, and they brought it back in full force. And it's it was it's not every and, and, game, and, but and it's in, it's in it's in new and different ways too. It's yeah. not the, the everything is a little different. It's not just that there are zombies everywhere. It's that zombies are being incorporated in a neat new way. Or yeah. franchises that had zombies are being brought back in an interesting new way. Yeah, exactly. It it just feels, it feels like they're treating the genre with not as a crutch, which you normally saw, but in a unique sort of addition to a game. And you know what? Without further sort of poking and prodding, and 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 we should uh, just get into our topic. Yeah, of the let's night. get into it and let's talk about all these gray games. So starting things off, zombie topic of the week. We have Dead Rising 4. Um, this was leaked pretty heavily, but uh, still awesome to see it in... in I will in say right play. now, I am officially excited for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed Dead Rising 1. It's actually one of the games that when I got rid of my original Xbox, I was kind of bummed to not be able to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can still play 2 if I wanted to, but I didn't really enjoy 2 that much. And... I never got around to three because it seemed too serious for my taste. That, and all, it was a launch title as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an Xbox One launch title, and it, they never slight, and they never and they never dropped the price on the PC version. The cheapest I've ever seen the PC version is forty bucks, and I was mm-hmm. like, "It's been out a year. I'm not paying forty or sixty bucks for a game that came out a year ago that's been on my wish list. I'll wait till it's twenty, and it's never gotten that low." So. 
Yeah, I played a little bit of it, and uh, I, I picked it up on Xbox. I rented it, and it was kind of... It was okay. I've never really been into the Dead Rising franchise, but this just looks like a well, lot of fun. Well, this brings back... This has taken aspects of 2 and 1, which were both have been very popular, and it's ex, it's explore, it's exploiting it. Uh, they've brought back the antagonist from uh, the first game, and... He was one of the highlights of the first game. His attitude and behavior around the zombies were perfect. He'd make jokes, he'd smash, you'd kill zombies, and he he just, every time he ran into another survivor, he had some kind of sarcastic comment <laughs> or some kind of doofy thing to say. And it was always really fun. Yeah. And the second game, it was a little more serious, but killing the zombies was always really silly. And they added that weapon crafting system in the second game, which wasn't in the first game. Mm. And it seems like this is the mix of both. And, I mean, a portion of the game revolves around him taking selfies with the zombies. I mean, that's really clever, and it looks like they've made it easier than they did in the original Dead Rising game. That was one of the parts of Dead Rising 1 that sucked the most, was you're supposed to take photos to score points, but they made it so hard. And in this, it they've it looks like they've made it really easy. You, like, push one button, and he poses for the camera. You push another button, and the photo's done. And you just can do it, like, snapping your finger. Uh, yeah. And, I, I mean, the great thing is this game is coming out this year late 2016 xbox one windows 10 might even be a part of that new initiative they uh, announced which was uh play anywhere or you buy yep. it on xbox one and you get a version on uh, windows 10 and vice versa that's exciting uh it looks really good the toys that you're going to be able to play with is really neat like i saw like a mech at one point which is really neat it there's a there's a power suit there's your stereotypical mini guns. At one point, I saw a machete with a uh, with a stun gun attached to it. Um, I mean, it, it's over the top, silly, and fun. And I think it's gonna. I think this is gonna be a big hit. Yeah, and you know we're due up. We're due up for another Dead Rising, and we're also due up just for fun zombie games in general. And a couple of surprises that we got uh, at E3 from the Sony conference was. First off, let's start with Resident Evil 7, uh, which was, we got, got rumblings that Resident Evil was going to be showing up in some fashion, but uh, a full-on sequel announcement uh, I, kind of crazy. I'm pretty sure at, at an earlier point, Capcom said a couple weeks ago, oh yeah, we will be showing something about Resident Evil 7. It is in development. And I'm pretty sure that that's all they said. Mm -hmm. So people have been waiting to hear about it. But what we got is not what I think people were waiting for. Yeah. And I'm pleasantly surprised, but I also think it's going to be an underhanded trick. Yeah. It's... Uh, I played the demo. It's exclusive to PS4. The game will be released January. Uh, you uh, also have to be a plus user to get the demo. Yes, you have to be a plus user. Thank you. And uh, the game will release January, late January 2017 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And, yep. And I played the demo, and it feels very much like Outlast. Uh, it's all first person. It's exploration. There's no combat in the demo. I'm not talking the full game might be different, but uh, you're in a house, you wake up, you kind of roam around a creepy house. It's kind of derelict. Reminds me a lot of PT as well in that it's more 
horror genre as opposed to what we're used to in Resident Evil, where you're it's combat focused, it's puzzles. This was just the, the, and there's around. always a little been a little bit of spookiness with Resident Evil, especially with the first few. But this seems like a very different presentation. Uh, or it's a very different game, and uh, they're. Capcom's getting a lot of praise for this, yeah. but they had to come forward this week and uh, afterwards and state that this isn't the whole game and that the protagonist you're playing in the demo is not the protagonist that you will be playing as in the full game, that this is a only a portion of how Resident Evil 7 is going to work, mm-hmm. is what they've said. So I think we're going to get two very different styles of game in one. Um I really wouldn't be surprised if we don't get a uh, traditional shooting Resident Evil game intermixed with a story about a character that we're playing in a first-person mode. Yeah. That's kind of what I think we're going to get. Yeah, it's... Uh... And, and I'm okay with that. Uh, I just think by showing this 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 portion of the game only, I think they're going to mislead people. Yeah, and you know the whole game will be playable in PlayStation VR, uh, which is uh, nope, not no. I played the demo and I could, I, I had some tough times getting through it. It is, it is scary, and that's the thing is I like my Resident Evil games for what they were. Like they had their jump scares, but they were more action oriented. I like that. So seeing the sort of franchise pivot, especially in the demo, uh, even though you are saying that you think that it might, it might, it, it is a snippet, but. I, I don't know if I want my Resident Evil to go full on scary. I kind of want, you know, Resident Evil 4, like that balance. Where... I'm willing to give it a chance and mm-hmm. I'm openly optimistic, but right now I'm worried that Capcom's going to screw it up mm. by misleading the public. Because they've done that before. We're told us we're getting something and shown us something, and then the product we get is actually very different from what they've shown us in the demo. They've done that before, so I'm worried that that's what they're doing again. But I have not played the Resident Evil 7 demo, but I have watched several playthroughs of it. So I am familiar with what's going on with it. And it definitely intrigued me. Mm -hmm. Um, It just didn't feel Resident Evil for me. It looked fun, just I feel like they got to give me a little more before January. Yeah, and I think we'll definitely see more from Resident Evil 7. Uh, and, you know, they it'd be more telling if they gave it, like, Resident Evil Haunted House or something, like a, uh, like a semicolon, like a spinoff or something. But the fact that they gave it Resident Evil 7 tells me that this is a Resident Evil game set in the Resident Evil universe, and it is going to have some connection to Resident Evil 6. It actually takes place after Resident Evil 6, so there are... You know, the, I never played through Resident Evil 6, so I don't know what happens at the end that would need to I be addressed. I played through but... most of 6, but I never finished it because the last two uh, storylines were a little difficult to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. The demo was neat. I don't want to play a full game like that because I will be scared, but uh, I will certainly watch somebody else uh, play through. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so the thing I think we should talk about next is my one of the probably my biggest surprise from this E3, and that is Days Gone by Sony. Yeah, Sony Bend. Uh, we haven't heard from them in a very long time, and then they just pop up with uh, 
Days Gone, which is... And yeah. Yeah, I will say, before they even announced what this title was, my first thought was this was the sequel to Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, I it, so too. It, it literally looked like Last of Us. And the chat room for the press conference, literally everybody was like, so is this Last of Us 2? Is this Last of Us 2? And then it said Days Gone, and everybody was like, that's a neat trailer, but there's no gameplay. Hmm. Okay, I guess we're going to get some kind of Last of Us game. And then they surprised us at the very end of the conference by showing somebody playing a portion of Days Gone. And I have to say, I went from being like, okay, this is something I might want to try to something where I went, whoa, I really want to play this. Yeah. It's got a... So at the beginning, they kind of fake you out thinking like, this is just post-apocalyptic. Where are the monsters? I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. And when we were watching the press conference, Garrett and I were kind of thinking, man, I don't know. Like, if it's just zombies, like, kind of feels forced if it's just zombies. And, you know, I am probably the most skeptic on Zombies Ate My Podcast, so you can understand where I'm coming from. But then, like all these other games, it shows zombies in a unique fashion that we haven't seen before, in that the horde mechanics look just like unbelievable like different i've never seen anything like this in video games yeah uh, so if you haven't seen it Mm -hmm. it looks like a post-apocalyptic uh world and the demo was you are basically a biker looking for some other biker in what looks like an abandoned uh sawmill yeah and while he's looking for this other guy he accidentally makes a bunch of noise and you can see something moving in the corner of his eye like something's hunting him. And all of a sudden it turns into a zombie. And I think he shoots it. If I remember correctly, he shoots it or clubs it over the head or something. And then that's when he starts to see more. And you and both the guy you're looking for who apparently looks like he's somebody that you don't really like. Yeah. Um, he, You both end up start running from what looks like about two dozen zombies and then the two dozen zombies slowly spread and next thing you know it looks like 40 zombies and then it looks like 50 zombies and so the the player pulls out a gun starts shooting at them leaves the other guy for dead so that he can pull some of the zombies off the horde and eventually the guy is running through the sawmill dropping things down to slow the zombies so that they have to climb over stuff to get at him and he's running through these rafters and taking time to spin around and empty a clip at the zombies coming so he has more time to get away and it was just very innovative and very different yeah i agree it was uh the way that you were running through the sawmill and and dropping things and sort of shooting uh barrels to explode and kind of impeding their progress while trying to find an exit was kind of a strategy that we haven't seen in games before where they sort of they either encourage you to sneak around, just mow them down, like just run through. This seems like, okay, if I don't do something smart, I will be overrun. Like, And we saw that in the trailer where at the end, he basically gets to a point where he feeds them into a into a narrow space and, and, and kills them all. And it's like, ah, oh, I did it, finally. And then it zooms out and you just see like this mob of zombies. And there's more coming. Yeah, it's just such... It's it's such a refreshing look, and I know it's a game that probably couldn't be done as much justice on a previous like generation of consoles, just based on all the the, the zombies that they're, they're putting on screen. But 
And I know a lot of people also said like, oh, Dead Rising did this. They did the horde tech already. It's like, no, they did the crowd tech. And those were always slow moving zombies. This is this is like these fast. Aren't, these aren't super fast zombies, but they don't look like they're slow zombies either. They feel a lot like the zombies you saw in World War Z, the movie. Maybe yeah, not as fast, but not as fast. But yeah, it's just it's. I was worried. I, I, I think I, I think I heard someone in a podcast describe it as the the zombies flowed like water. It yes. was almost like water technology for graphics. Yeah. So when you when in the trailer when he slams down the 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 the, the rail or the, the rails for the sawmill, you see the zombies sort of hit that and then like try to figure out how to yeah. get around it, and that yeah. stalls. Yeah, and they them. realize they got to start climbing over, and so it was they just. Do. It was refreshing, and I was worried when I saw it. Like, ah, uh, you know, zombies. I, I love zombies, but I was kind of hoping for more of a, a human v. human conflict, of sort of like the division where we've done this to ourselves and now we have to live with it. And it's zombies, I, which is fine. I love zombies. but I haven't seen any gameplay besides the demo that was shown at the Sony press conference, but from what I've read and heard... It does, apparently it has an open world feel, so it sounds like it's going to be some kind of open world game, which would be unique, especially for that kind of graphic engine. Yeah, so, I agree. So, I, uh, it's something it. I think we need to say, uh, if you like zombies and you have a PlayStation 4, I think it's something you're going to have to keep an eye out, but I think we're going to get something cool from it. Oh, yeah. I think if, if you... Either if you have an Xbox One or a PS4, you're going to be happy with the zombie games that are coming out, including next year, State of Decay 2, the follow-up to what was probably one of my favorite zombie video games. Um, I just really liked the mechanics of State of Decay with the whole... It felt like the first zombie game where you were actually scavenging for, for resources. Yeah. And I really liked that sort of community building aspect it felt very fresh but also uh the way they implemented it was kind of like okay this is the first attempt i want to see your second try and state of decay 2 is gonna be it like 2017 xbox one windows 10 it looks like a lot of fun it looks like they've updated the the animations on characters like some of the yeah, animations it, it, in state it of looks like it looks terrible. like it's a it looks like it's a new engine yeah um and it looks like they're going to do something that they didn't do in the first one, which is they're going to include some kind of cooperative play. Did they not have co-op in the other one? Uh, they did, but it was it was very wonky and it didn't always work right. Hmm. I couldn't it, remember. I know it, that it was added way later, like oh. towards the end of the game's life cycle, and it never worked right. Okay. Well, I look forward to playing State of Decay Two. It's it was just another one of those titles that had been that we knew was coming. We knew it was coming eventually because State of Decay they said like this is our first attempt. We're we're using the money made from this to fund a sequel and or MMO. And I like the mechanics in State of Decay, so I'm excited for an updated visuals, uh, and updated mechanics in State of Decay Two. They didn't give us much details. Only that it was like did they say early 2017? Was it? I think. I think they said early 2017. Yeah, so that was about it, and just a brief trailer. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be awesome, and hopefully we get more information soon. But you added this one in here, Seven Days to Die, which is a uh, early access title you could pick up right now, correct? Yes. 
Um, but it was picked up recently as a publisher that, um, uh, what's it called? Telltale has picked it up to publish it for consoles. Really? Telltale is in like... Yeah. Really? And if you pre-order it, or I think now, you'll be able to play as Michonne or or Lee in the game. Huh. Weird. It's, it's part of the it's part of this gameplay trailer. And it looks like all the other get a build a fort to survive the zombies at night kind of games like Rust or one of those zombie survival games. It looks like it has nice graphics. It doesn't it's not as ugly as it's not blocky graphics and it's not ugly. But I, I thought it was worth mentioning that this is gonna come to consoles now and that Telltale's publishing it. Yeah. I'm it's not it's not for me. I've played enough to those crafting games that I'm just kind of bored with them now. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. I'm not I've never been into those big like make your own fun no quest type scenarios and uh I know people love these these games but uh yeah, 7 Days to Die Telltale Publishing uh you'll be able to pick it up uh PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1 for the first time on June 28th, which is kind of exciting for console owners. Uh, but it's been in early access forever on Steam. Uh, yeah. I remember it popping up a lot like, we know you like zombie games. You might like Seven Days to Die. And I'm like, no, no, no. Um, but it is exciting to see that they're adding uh, cool characters like Lee and Michonne. But uh, yeah. speaking of Lee and Michonne, Telltale, Walking Dead, Walking Dead Season 3, we we got our first look trailer at a grown-up not grown-up but uh, uh, an uh, older clementine yeah and i actually was excited when i saw this because it was doing the things that i wanted to see them do and uh it was doing the things i wanted to see them do but they didn't do the last time which is she's going to be older uh there's going to be new characters and it looks like we're going to get a different sort of story i actually don't know if Clementine will be the lead for this game. Yeah, I think they say that you can you'll be able to switch. There'll be other characters that you play as, including the one I think yeah. they introduced in the trailer alongside him or alongside Clementine. Uh the trailer's brief. It you just get your first glimpse at Clementine as um I think they're describing a a teenager, like probably in the cuz she was 8 in the first one and then she was like kind of 10 in the sequel. And then she's going to be like 15, 16. I, there's some numbers out there, but, you know, there's the time jump in the comics, and this takes place after the time jump. So it gives you a little bit more leeway. Uh, ah, leeway. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to go back to Telltale's Walking Dead. Uh, I'm, I need to see reviews, though, because I'm not going to be tricked again. I'm sorry, but I'm not, I'm not doing it. You broke my heart once, Telltale. You will never break it again. At least not without me knowing. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, I'm definitely more interested in this, but I need to see more. Yeah, it was just a small taste, and we don't get, we won't get more until the fall. So it is releasing 2016, where we'll get our first episode in the fall. But uh, yeah, you're the zombies, Lou. What did you think overall? E3 had a strong showing for our favorite genre, right? Uh, yeah, no, I think that this is a definitely a, uh, this is definitely something that. Uh, I didn't see coming, and I'm actually very pleasantly surprised. It's definitely going to give us some more content to talk about as the mm -hmm. year goes on. Yeah, so uh, closing out the show, 
your Year of the Zombie game of the show. What do you pick? Um, it's very hard to say. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's Days Gone, but between Days Gone, Dead Rising 4, and Resident Evil 7, as much as I'm leery about Resident Evil 7, I really want to try it and see what, they, see what they're going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to say probably Dead Rising. I watched the whole 12-minute gameplay trailer that they showed, and it looks like so much fun. Yeah, it does look like a lot of fun. And, and that's the thing is that um, oh, uh, it, if you do look at the games they announced... I mean, it's easy to pick Days Gone, but I think Days Gone's too far, far away for that to be my pick. I, I think I'd agree with you. Dead Rising 4 just looks like a lot of fun. It's that classic zombie mayhem that we need and love. You know, sometimes it's nice to have the whole Days Gone, like, zombie panic, but it's also great to have that zombie fun times with Dead Rising 4. So I'm with you there. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it. Game uh, E3s, all that fun business. We'll be back next week uh, with a full proper show talking about, uh, I almost say Plants vs. Zombies, but Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Uh, That'll be fun. (laughs) Um, I don't know about you, Lou, but I did not enjoy that film. Uh, Yeah, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies was kind of... It started really nice, and there was a couple of points in the middle where I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But for the most part, it was kind of lackluster. I see why it didn't do so hot. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. Anyways, we'll have more on that next week. And then the week after, we'll be talking about, uh, speaking of Dead Rising, Dead Rising Endgame, the sequel to Watchtower. So which, watch out for which, that. Which is on Crackle now as we speak. Is so it? I thought it came out the 20th. Nope. I, uh, I was on Crackle the other day just to see what was out there and see if it had been added. And it was on the listing. I didn't watch any of it, but it's out there. Well, hey, you know what? If they have the Dead Rising, uh, the new, the new, uh, the new movie up, then uh, maybe we'll watch it sooner rather than later. So tune in for that. Uh, If you want to support the show, go to Patreon.com/slash/ZombiesAteMyPodcast. We love all our patrons, and if you want to join that cool exclusive club, certainly go over to Patreon.com/slash/ZombiesAteMyPodcast. We're always doing cool stuff with our patrons. Uh, if you want to listen to us live, we're on Alpha Geek Channel 1 Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern when we have a show scheduled. Sometimes it can be tough to get everyone organized, but we try. Uh, we, sh- we should be going to a more regular schedule and missing less shows. Uh, it looks like uh, all of the things that have been causing us some problems is bit, are, are getting wrapped up and it should be more regular. So we we're apologize. getting there. Yeah. Yeah, there's just been a lot of stuff moving and shaking, and you know what? We will always do our best to cover Walking Dead, and we're kind of in a hiatus, so now's a good time to take some time and play some zombie games and relax. But uh, if you want more Zombies Ate My Podcast goodness, go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, all your favorite social media networks. If you want to follow individual hosts on Twitter, you can find myself at rmurphy, lou at busyzombielord, and bob at bobertf. Finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can check out more of his stuff at joelduggan.com. Lou, any final words to close uh, to close out the beginning ceremonies of Year of the Zombie? Let's keep Year of the Zombie going. At least for a year, right? Like, let's yeah. try it. <laughs>